From the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of gods. We're going to get fucked. Welcome to the Rain Man Show. <laughs> Fucking peanut butter and jealous. <laughs> Let's go get him. Let's go get him. Light him up. Fuck it. Hey, That's what they're going to say. Get prison. No, 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 no. For money. I feel like in the modern world, you either sell your body or your soul. Yeah, there's only two options. That's really it. Unless you're independently wealthy. Listen, I know I'm on a network of douches, and people always like to make excuses for these OnlyFans girls. Hey, if I if I looked that good, I'd do it too. I'm like, no, I don't think I would. I, I make a lot of jokes saying I would. I, I want to make money off my brain, Thomas. My brain. Why? I don't know. It makes me feel better That's about myself. That's not where the money maybe. is. Yeah, exactly. Rain is right. That's not where the money is. Like it, well, that explains so much. <laughs> you think I got to where I am using my brain? I mean, I was using my brain. He's not obviously using his, but you know. I think the true answer would be both. You want to make the money that you'd make off of your body, right? Ah. But you want to be respected for the things you do with your mind. That's Listen, why you want to be the pimp? I, I there's only your wow. bo- your body isn't going to last forever. My body is yeah. Not so use now. it while you have it. That's a fair point. Yeah. I don't know, the the okay. Butt, he, that, that butthole he, can Thomas only be elastic for so long. Oh my god. <laughs> Thomas said using your body, but also being respected for your mind. So what if like a woman is naked and reading poetry and Shakespeare? And, I think there'd you know, be a lot more English lit majors. Okay, so now Raina taps into something because I am more attracted. And maybe I'm just different. I don't know. Maybe other guys are too, but they just don't want to admit it because they want to be douchebags. I honestly, I'm attracted to smarts more than anything. Obviously, I am not attracted to, I know who's attracted to people who are ugly, but also that's subjective. Something that's, someone that's ugly to one person or attractive to one person, it won't be attractive or ugly to another. But for the most part, I'm attracted to, to intelligence. So you're a sapiosexual. What's that? Yes. A person finding intelligence sexually attractive or arousing. I do find it. That's why I like women who are independent. That's why I like women that have careers because that's what attracts me. Like I like people that I can have conversations with. I don't like silent people. I don't like silent victims, Thomas. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Your dates are victims. Yeah, some, it doesn't start out that way. Because they, the crime is that they have to be with you. Well, they also want to be with someone who's intelligent, intelligent and they realize I'm stupid and they mm-hmm. want to leave. They want to flee quickly. Oh, they feel like they were lied to. Yeah. False advertising. Got it. <laughs> yeah. So we will now be broadcasting on Sundays for the foreseeable future. We may end up being live. As of right now, we're not live. We're going to be just on demand, but we will soon move back to doing live shows, and they will be on Sundays, which means it's going to change the entire dynamic and flow of the show because my mindset 
is very different. The demons week, don't come out until dark. Yeah, so the weeknights are very different than middle of the day. We're recording at 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I don't drink on Sundays. I don't smoke the ganja on Sundays. Not because I'm religious, not because it's God's day. You know, God's because day your dealer rest. gets here Mondays. Right, I'm out. It's mm-hmm. the end of the week, so I don't have anything. <laughs> I haven't been to the store yet. So the show's going to be a lot different because I'm not going to be buzzed. I'm just going to be regular old stupid Mike, and we'll see what happens. And if I don't, if I can't get through the show mm-hmm. without alcohol, then I might have to go run to the kitchen and, and find something. There's always something illicit in my cooler's refrigerator that I can muster up, put together a drink. I mean, maybe we'll do Sundays, uh, Sunday mimosas. There you go. Maybe eventually once we get going. Start our morning the right way with alcohol. I think it's funny. I like a nice brunch, a Rain Man brunch, Sunday brunch with the Rain Man. See, now it's classic. I'll take a Bloody Mary. Everything we've said right now is, is very telling about our show. Raina says gay when I say mimosas because she's right. I mean, she is right. They're good. When you think of other shows that have three guys as the hosts. It's whiskey. It's whiskey and cigars. Beer, it's cigar. whiskey and cigars. Joe Rogan is like literally those two things. No, is he? And we're talking brunch and mimosas. Yeah, we're talking about brunch, mimosas. That's what we do. We talk about foofy drinks and butt play. Yeah. That's what we talk about. The gayest show on the network. Most guys talk about whiskey, cigars, and that's the difference between us and the Circle of Jerks. The Circle mm-hmm. of Jerks and the Rayman show have this competition, which show can be the gayest show. We're always going to win because at the end of the day, they're the most masculine show. Mm, I that's don't think you're going to win. I have an opinion on that. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think we're ever going to win that. Oh, wait, the more gay show you're talking about? Yeah. Right now? Okay, because go ahead. Let me hear you your thoughts. you have a woman on the show. It's not gay when it's in a three-way. That's That's true. That they is don't have true. women on their show. It's all men. They're just pulling one big gay train. Well, I don't know. What if uh, Thomas and I accidentally, you know, cross streams, touch each other's tips, you know? <laughs> it's going to happen. Th- How is that an accident? At what point are you like, oh, you're in this bathroom too? Well, I just, my penis fell out well, of I'm my just, well, I'm- When your mom says something who's ultra conservative says, I need to get back out there, uh, that says something. And how fact, many collectibles fact, have you brought into the home that she's seen? Oh, no, I don't do I don't do it by I'm myself. I'm looking at I one don't. right now. Wait, what? What? Collectibles. Meaning? Your desk is literally, your coffee table oh, here is oh, literally oh. 80,000 comic books. I thought you meant like, oh, like sex, toy. sex toys. No, yeah. sex toys. Who collects the, no. You do, Wait, Thomas. Wait, who collects no. them? Do you not? He's got to put them up you on eBay, uh, Thomas. Uh, uh, you buy more to add to what you have to use. You that's don't a collection. Them. That's yeah. a collection. Them is no, no, like Thomas, displaying them, like this aliens one over you here. You display them. In, in no, private, you, don't. you just you listen. You have an entire dildo collection that you put in a little stand that looks like a lightsaber stand. Don't don't pretend. We know a lightsaber stand. That's actually an interesting thought. But no, what I'm saying, like when your parents see that you are going full into your nerdisms. Oh yeah, with aliens, colonial or aliens to marine, and how many Constantine figurines do you have? 
Simmer down. Things like, Just simmer down. I'm not there. judging. I have a problem with all kinds of nerd stuff. What I'm saying <laughs> is when your parents start to see that enough and you're not going out is when they're going to start chiming in on what you need to do with your personal I'm, life. I'm too busy. Yeah, but I think a good mother would know that the right woman's going to like that because that's how our house looks. I accept my husband for being a nerd. Okay, see, but, okay, Mike, is your mother somebody who wants the right person for you or wants you you to find the right person? And there's a difference. I, I don't think she even cares at this point. Like, my, Just my, a human like, person. No, that's what she said to me. That's why I was like, oh, shit, do I have a problem? I'm like, I don't want that. I'm too busy for that. My time is too precious to just go to dinner with some rando hoe. Like, that's not, that doesn't appeal well, to me. Well, they don't have to be a, a hoe, uh, as well, you've described. Listen, if they're willing to go out with me, they're a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think that? What are you talking about? What makes you think that a girl wanting to go out with you would instantly make her a hoe? A general low self-esteem and view of the oneself. <laughs> okay, I will accept that low as an answer. Low standards. Confidence no. issues. I don't have confidence issues per se. I just, I'm very untrusting of people. Like what, what, mm-hmm. like what do you want from me? Like when someone talks to me, I'm, my mind immediately, <laughs> my mind goes to what do you want from me? Yeah. Why? What, who hurt you? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> have you not listened to the show ever? <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. So this Where show. Where did touch you? <laughs> yeah. Can I show um, where on your body, Tony? Just to add to the gayness of the show. <laughs> Poke. I am not willing to commit to that. Okay. So speaking of lots of issues, <laughs> the network itself, I think oh, fuck. the Rain Man show is branching off. And I don't know if it's just the influence of this show, but it used to be just the three of us. We were the suicide show because it's just morbid <laughs> as fuck. I think I joke about it once every two weeks. Yes, it's the suicide show, but I think it's the suicide network, and we're going to take the circle jerks out of there because they're not suicidal. But Paul, Steve, (laughs) we were having conversations, and those motherfuckers are just as morose and morbid as us, talking about dark shit before a show started. Like what? Just... Everything we Is it talk bad about that, that made me smile. The hatred of life. <laughs> like, what's the purpose? Like, Why are we doing this? Why are we here? Why do we exist? I'm like, oh, these are the same questions I ponder every night, Paul. Thank you he's, for validating. You me. say they're talking about dark shit, and the first thing I did was smile and get interested. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's not healthy. Well, it's the same reaction I had. <laughs> I got ear to ear. Grin, yeah. when Paul told me this, I'm like, you fit right in, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to the Suicide Club. I think we need to start um, our own version of the Illuminati and we can call it just, you know, let's come up with a cool name for suicide, you know, type in suicide. Is there another name for suicide? Why don't we, this is bad. I'm going to get some Googles sending me, Hey, if you or someone, you know, has ever had, you know, I'm going to be on a list. Open up the thesaurus. I just searched suicide. Very first thing. Help is available in a phone number. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. Hey, hold on to that number. Send that to me. Because I'm going to reach out to them, not because I need them, but because possibly they could be interested in sponsoring our show. I mean, we're a suicide show. Maybe we can figure out new ways to monetize this show, and we will bring them on a suicide hotline as a sponsor of our show. Isn't that fitting, Thomas? A suicide hotline is our official sponsor. Tell me that doesn't have a nice ring. It adds to the thematics of the Rain Man show. 
am I not right? You are, but is it really something we want? Imagine this hour of the Rayman Show is sponsored by Don'tKillYourself.com. <laughs> <laughs> is that an actual website? I hope it's not. Okay, I can see you looking at something. What are you reading? Well, so after I got through several places telling me, you know. My con- phone did not offer me help. It's not, it's not <laughs> worth it sort of thing. Uh, not worth it. <laughs> very, very first thing is help is available, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And then the CDC facts about it. I had to go to like the fifth thing down to get a definition. <clears throat> so I was trying to find like thesaurus or other words for it. You know, maybe I'll rebrand the show officially next yeah. next year. Maybe RMS could stand for something else. <laughs> Rain Man Suicides. <laughs> That's terrible. Wait, what did Raina just send us? Hold on. I sent you what my phone gave me. Like, I was offered no help. They're like, you're on your own, yeah, bitch. Yeah, because they know you. It's the algorithms. They know that you don't suffer from our pain, Raina. <laughs> oh, self-slain. That's kind of cool. Harry Carey, or Harakiri, sorry. No, you're you said it right the first time. Uh, seppuku. I knew that one. Yeah. Oh, Seppuku. Yeah. Now that's a that's a name I can definitely get behind. Self immolation. Self immolation. That one seems painful. Self immolation. <laughs> Flame like Human Torch, but you're not a superhero. See, that also sounds like it's a show that possibly ponders things. Maybe maybe like a philosophical podcast. So if we were to call it like self immolation, we might attract a whole new audience, not just the suicide people out but there. But philosophy and yeah, you know ethics. And, oh, and then you guys can like read philosophy naked. So you can be smart <laughs> and make money off your body. There you go. See, see, Raina bringing it full circle. <laughs> That's what you need to do, Mike. And now nude philosophy was nude suicidal philosophy. Asshole. Dude, I bet if you did an OnlyFans nude philosophy, you'd probably break in a fair amount of money. Don't take my ideas. That's taking advantage. What if he partners of- with you, Raina? What if you're mm-hmm. his pimp? Oh, okay. Okay. I would work for a lady pimp. Yeah. Yeah, there was a show on, I want to say Showtime or HBO with Thomas Jane several years back where he played a prostitute, a male prostitute. The person that whored him out was a woman. Was she hot? She wasn't hot. That was hung, but, right? Yeah, hung. And the she wasn't hot per se, but the fact that she was hmm. whoring him out made her attractive. I'm like, oh, you're kind of hot. She was all business savvy. Uh, Jane Adams. Is that her name? Yeah. Is she attractive at all? I don't remember. Uh, she was his former flame, takes the role of his pimp after providing him optimism. Uh, not not particularly, but not. Oh, that's who she is. Jane. She was. Um, did you watch Frasier? Yeah. Yeah. Mel. Years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Uh, not the, the woman Niles almost marries. Who's oh, yeah. That's her controlling. Yeah. Okay. Is she an okay looking lady? Yeah, she's okay looking. Yeah. She got, she got dealt with in that show numerous times, like full nudity, just being plowed by dudes. I thought she was the pimp. Yeah, but she also was was very, yeah, yeah. She still has to get hers, dang. I didn't know. I thought I was like, yeah, I was confused. You don't see the pimp traditionally in Tony's day-to-day life. She's not just about that Skrilla, Thomas. You know. About that peen, too. Uh But but I I, get paid in different ways. I will tell you, I did like that show because it made me feel a little better about myself because the name is Hunk. But it showed that no matter how big your dick is, women don't necessarily want you. 
<laughs> and, and it just, it validated me. I'm oh, like, okay. see, you fucking Thomas Jane, you Punisher motherfucker with your big dick. <laughs> Women so, don't care about so that. you liked seeing someone Yeah, it was a depressing struggle. show, but I was okay with it because, <laughs> okay. you know, like with Californication... Uh, David, yeah. David Duchovny's character. I things can, go too well I, for him. I, I empathize with him though because things do go well for him for the for the most part because he gets lots of chicks. But I but I connect with his mind state, uh, where he's at on the spectrum of depression, mm. self worth. Like I get it. Okay, I relate. Thomas Jane, I feel validated. Many women are actually unhappy with the size of his penis. I'm like, good. So, so David Duchovny. Good luck in, having anal <laughs> in California. Was was your empathetic? I can relate to this character. Whereas yeah. Thomas Jane and Hung was your see suck it kind of like like it made you feel better yeah. that he had issues and plights yeah. to deal with. Like good, go fuck off. Okay. Yeah that okay. Sh- that show was. Was one of those shows. There's a few shows out there that really do a number on you. Like as a as a forty something year old adolescent. What? <laughs> yeah, it's like we never grow up sexually. We get overly excited oh. about things. We get giddy. Yeah. The feelings I have are no different than when you were fourteen. Where was I going with this? I don't really know. I don't know, but I'm thinking about my husband. I'm like, he better fucking turn away when he must. <laughs> so no. So there are a few shows out there that do that thing. Okay. Hung is one of those shows that just is sexually like exciting. It's a fun show to watch. Then there's the girlfriend experience <clears throat> with Alvis's granddaughter, who's the star. I forgot her name now. She is a keeper. She is my top celebrity crush of all time. Super attractive. And she plays an escort in that in the first season. Okay. That show I can't relate to either. Obviously, because she bones a bunch of super hot dudes and some losers. <laughs> There's a few guys that like to be cuckold, which was really hot. There was a scene, I think, in the season finale where a guy hires her so that she can cuckold him. So she hires another prostitute to come in. And all she does is talk shit to him while she's fucking the other guy. And the other guy's crying. And you liked that? The other guy's crying in the corner. I'm like, okay, I, I like this. I can feel his pain. See, what, remember what I said about this being like the most emotionally revealing mm-hmm. show as well? It's all in the guise of humor, Thomas. Okay. Is some of Quit it. looking for relevance in satire because there is none. Mm. Okay. This is not biographical. Sometimes it's just escapism and fun. All right. Mm. Sure. That's just a little disclaimer there in case my therapist is listening again. Aren't disclaimers supposed to come before you reveal? No, usually afterwards when I feel guilty. Okay. And that's why we're on Sundays. Yeah. So did you see that dog, the bounty hunter showed up to help track down Brian laundry? Is it laundry or laundry? I don't laundry laundry. Yeah. Laundry. Yeah. He's every time he was in the news, it was something new. Like he's a racist. He's a homophobe. He's a racist homophobe. And he's I just all like of the above. I stopped caring whenever he showed up in in media. Basically, who's the hell is he hunting and why? Oh, Thomas, do you not know who Brian Laundrie is? No, holy shit! Wow. Or do you not listen to? I yeah, remember he's out in the fucking woods. How long did it take for that pigeon to reach me? Uh, Jesus. Thomas, you don't even know who Brian Laundrie is? Okay, what about Gabby Petito? Wow. 
Sounds like potato. Okay, listen, I didn't even actively search for this news, but because I am a human being that has to use the internet for work, you see headlines, you see people sharing things. So, Thomas, let I'm me an quickly... I'm for people who couldn't care less. Let me quickly... It, I don't really care either. He's somebody who's but dead. But it's also headlines. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're like Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber that sees the moon landing newspaper clipping on the wall. You're like, we landed on the moon! Yeah, 30 fucking years ago, asshole! Yeah, a little bit. That's you. It has been like that recently for very specific reasons. Did you guys hear about uh, uh, Donald Trump? Uh, He became the president of... Really? Funniest thing. Uh, He used to have a show. Yeah. Became the president. A real estate mogul. How strange is that? Yeah, Thomas. Funny welcome world. to 2021. Here, here's here's how my do you argument. live, Thomas? No, no, I don't even want to get into this topic. How peacefully? F- how do you live? And yet you want to commit suicide regularly? How do you, how do you live peacefully? <laughs> that argument is not valid. Counter argument. He actually probably lives peacefully because he's not paying attention exactly. to all the news that's Counter going argument. on. Why the fuck? What in the last I don't know ten years has been currently happening that has made you think yep tomorrow will be a better day and that's why i don't check out most fucking news i don't look for anything either but because of my day-to-day routine things pop up i have kind of for number of specific reasons turned my social media and news intake into this little pocket dimension of only things i want to know about that's not necessarily good either it's not but here I am. You can't isolate you yourself. Of, you can't live on like a fluffy marshmallow like and just think that it's always going to be okay. No, yeah. but I can live on that until I eat it all. And then just like a rock <laughs> fall back to crashing reality. But knowing your your eating habits, it'll be eaten pretty quick. So I got another like week or so, I figure. <laughs> so anyways, Dog the Bounty Hunter is chasing down this individual named Brian Laundry. Oh, he was chasing down. Mm-hmm. Now, Gabby Petito... And Brian Laundrie were a couple, Thomas, okay. that were essentially influencers. Okay, they tr- they were tr- they wanted to be influencers and they wanted to be travel influencers. So they jumped on that whole bandwagon called a van life, where they live yes. in a van. Yeah, I know about that. So one thing happens, one thing leads to another, and she, Gabby, becomes a sensation overnight because she goes missing. Not because of her influencing, not because of her shitty YouTube videos, but because she goes missing and she's semi-attractive. So the world cares about a semi-attractive girl that goes missing. Mm-hmm. They can't find her. Her boyfriend, Brian Laundry, heads home without her. People are wondering yeah, where she she's didn't at. didn't even contact police for like 10 days. Doesn't tell anyone where she went. There's no communication. His family uh, allegedly hides him for a couple days and then he exits and leaves and and departs into the swamps of florida where he also is found dead Mm. a month later okay so now two people are dead he was a suspect in her death and now no one will ever know really what happened my point is they lived in a van in america is that dog the bounty hunter decided to show up and help track brian down and he has seen better days he used to be a good-looking guy in a wrestling type of sense. You know, he had that wrestling vibe, you know, tall, stocky yeah. dude, 
dark sunglasses, long flowing blonde hair. He was pretty old too for, you know, like uh, He was even when he was famous, right, Tony? Yeah. He was he was old but he was still decent looking. The dude let himself go completely. <laughs> the guy has a gut that looks like he swallowed a live animal whole. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> you know in those Nat Geo docs where they show like anacondas that eat whole prey <laughs> and it takes a long time. Yeah. It takes a long time to digest whatever they ate. Let's say they ate um, a, uh, a wild pig, let's say. And that pig is still alive for a while while it digests. And you just see that giant lump in the snake's midsection. That's what dog, the bounty hunter looks like. It looks like he swallowed an entire wild pig, a boar. That's what it looks like. Okay. So, Dog the Bounty Hunter looks awful. And I'm not quite sure what his uh, his agenda was other than fame for this because this is a large or big headline. He's been out of headlines for a very long time. He was shamed, what, several years ago because he was caught in a, a racist tirade, I believe. Is that what it was, yeah. Thomas? Yeah. So, I don't know what he thought he was going to do. Because bounty hunters typically just track down people who have skipped out on bail. That's, for the most part, what they do. He's not necessarily an investigator. The way bounty hunters work, for the most part, is they have contacts within the police department. They have contacts within private investigation firms. They're not always investigators. They're strongmen. They're muscle that go to your house with a bat and demand that you go back to jail. Yeah. That's, for the most part, what they do. That doesn't take the, a lot of brain Wild power. Wild West days made it a lot more interesting than it is currently, because you can't just shoot people and bring them in dead or alive. Although that would be really cool. That'd be way cooler. Absolutely. Because when I was a kid, I wanted to be a bounty hunter, because I was you always... Too? Yeah, I wanted to be a bounty hunter, and no joke, I even, I want to say in my high school years, I picked up a few books on bounty hunting. And then I realized it wasn't as glamorous as the Westerns portrayed it. Right. There was two things I wanted to be when I was a kid and all of them have to do with movies. My entire life has been guided by movies. I wanted to be a a bounty hunter. Now I knew that was fictitious at least, you know, the Han Solo smuggler then at least later on, that wasn't going to happen. I, I thought, well, okay. Bounty hunting is, is reality based. I can do that. That would be pretty fucking fun. Chasing bad guys, making some dough off of bounties, heading to the whorehouse afterwards mm-hmm. and having like some, you do. having some whiskey or oh, no, no, or a mimosa. If they, did they oh offer those and the, in the old West? Did they offer mimosas in the old West and whorehouses? Maybe a spritzer. Yeah. Sarsaparilla. I'd probably be tossed out of the whorehouse <laughs> by, the, out of town. by the lead madam herself. <laughs> but I wanted to be a bounty hunter or I wanted to be a fire investigator slash firefighter. If you remember that story. And if you remember when I divulged that information during a rain man show, the reason why I wanted to be a fire investigator is because of the movie backdraft that I I watched when I was a kid. So everything I wanted to do was based on movies. Mm -hmm. Finally, I, I got to a point that I just wanted to be in movies. And then I realized I was ugly and I couldn't be in movies. So then I was like, let me make movies. And that's why I'm, I should say where I am today, why Mm -hmm. I went to film school. Cause I realized that what I want to do is just make believe. (laughs) 
<laughs> because none of the professions were actually legitimate professions. Oh, wow. So it was much better just to pretend then. Yes. Exactly. But, but sadly, you were too old for society to catch up to where you could just pretend to be a professional and be known as an influencer and make money. Yeah. Because that's just uh, pure fiction. See, Thomas, he got it now. So, so uh, real quick recap of this story. Okay. Influencer girl and influencer guy wannabes go on a van living cross-country down road by trip. The river. Down by the river. Chris Farley <laughs> and all. To which they're documenting the trip. Then it suddenly stops. She's disappeared. He goes back to Florida or wherever the fuck he's from. And they think he killed her. Turns out they find the body where they last documented. So it looks like a domestic violence story. And he kills himself. Right? That's the story. They're not sure if he killed himself. My big question, and I know I'm going to sound like a complete monster. Who really cares? Uh, The people who are obsessed with a young, cute, blonde girl. I found an article from just by Googling that stuff, that apparently six other bodies were found in this Oh, hunt. yeah, in the whole investigation. How is that not a bigger question? Influencer's death reveals glaring ineptitude in U.S. police force. Yeah. How telling is that about, about us as a society that six other people's bodies were found that wouldn't have been found because the effort was not put in to find these bodies and tell and tell a cute girl that was an influencer went missing and the whole world decided to care when she's so not even th- an influencer she became an influencer when she died yes to, that's to be fair she wasn't even popular until she died yeah so congratulations you made it so again like from Aww. a callous standpoint i'm like this is a terrible story that no one in their right mind should care about because literally clearly people die and go missing all the fucking time and this is one of those things when you, you and Bob will give me shit. And I'm like, what did I lose out in life by not knowing this story about nothing important? Um, hmm. Exactly. No. Meanwhile, you, I went on to order, have a you want to be day. A, hold on. You want to be a writer, right? Or you are a writer. You want to write, right? The more you interesting story that write. I have come up with from this is some sort of serial killing story in which six people were revealed to have been killed or died, which I'll make it killed in my story, after we only gave a shit about one or two. Like, that's the story. So in order to be a decent writer, you have to be aware of what's going on in society. Otherwise, your writing will, won't touch anyone. And that's fair. That is true. Most art forms of any type, even if it's not progressive in nature or agenda-y, most of it is a reflection of society. Yeah. Even the stupidest the, the of books. Like, yeah. for example, uh, who's that uh, hack writer? Uh, Stephanie, oh, Stephanie Meyer? Stephanie Meyer? Twilight? She, Twilight. Okay. Yeah. So she writes Twilight based on fan fiction, right? No, that was her own thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. E.L. or what with the Fifty Shades? Fifty was the Shades, fan right. Shit. Okay. So even the hack that wrote 50 shades of gray which was fan fiction based on twilight right, right even she probably didn't intend to her work says something as a cultural text about society it says a lot about fandoms mhm says a lot about what brings people together as a fandom socially how does it affect sexuality and relationships so even her who probably didn't intend to put any type of text within her work that can be interpreted 
uh, by people years later. Right. But because she is aware of things around her, it finds itself within her work subconsciously. So, Thomas, I ask once again, while you're sitting on that mushroom that you're eating alone in your isolation. It was a marshmallow. A marshmallow. Sorry. Mushrooms are gross. At least you'll get a psychedelic high from it or die <laughs> if you pick the wrong mushroom. Right. Uh, either way, quit isolating yourself in that way. Come on. Just stop. I, I'm not disagreeing with the fact that I shouldn't isolate myself from the world. My point is more so, why did this seem to be the riveting story that you guys... Like, you guys said it as if I didn't know Trump had won the election in 2016. Thomas, it almost says this literally was on every news outlet, blog, yeah. tweet, <laughs> Facebook post. It was all over the place. It swept the nation. There was horrible dark memes that were hilarious that were posted. See, that is the more interesting this story. Is like you, this is like you just finding out that O.J. Simpson killed Nicole. Like, <laughs> wait, what the fuck happened in 1994? But that's wow. the weird thing to me is that them them their death isn't the story, but the people's obsession. Yeah, that for me that the is FBI the most interesting. showing that they can't find a body that clearly, if you just put a little effort, you'd found six. Those are the stories. That to is me. the thinker in you. That's the the writer in you. You're interested in the the causes and the reasons why things are headlines for example and that's more indicative of our current societal crisis valid i agree 100 we as a nation amongst a pandemic in which hundreds of thousands have died daily well not that many but daily but thousands have died no, daily people were dying for a while yeah no i mean like a hundred thousand a day wasn't well I if you listen to cnn if but, i listen to yeah. cnn yes yes millions like, of people amongst that the COVID was storm. the next Holocaust. Right. <laughs> amongst that shitstorm, amongst the, the ever-present global climate threat, we as a society, or at least as a nation, were so swept up in two nobody 20-year-olds and were obsessed with that. What the fuck is wrong with us? With, in so terms many of people the have died being... and gone missing between the time I started this sentence and ended it. The six people that were found, they were, it's funny, well, not funny, but <laughs> however you want to think of it, they were accidentally found. And yeah. one of the guys they found was from Houston. His family had no clue why his body was in this area. So they wouldn't have been able to direct police to this area, let alone be like, hey, why aren't we searching this area? They were off busy searching in other areas, not related at all to where they found the body. But that's so, the thing is like, you shouldn't. The world we're taught as children is not one in which bodies are just lying around in various places unfound for years. The world we're taught is that if you do something wrong, the cops will find out. Big Brother is watching. Kegel the Elf is on the shelf. And Santa knows. And yet, clearly, you can do fucking anything and there's a good chance no one will ever know because either A, we don't have the resources, or B, the cops that we have resources for don't have the ability to find shit because a concentrated effort over what the course of a couple of months, a couple of weeks, I don't really know, found half a dozen people. There's a lot. Yeah, I mean, what I'm getting into, I'm not pretending to know all the nuances and the real problems, both financial, political, and all this other shit with the police across the nation. But that is still concerning. That yeah. just like actually trying revealed a half dozen bodies. Well, look what look what happens when we actually put some effort in, guys. That that's the point. That like, is some solid police work. Holy, 
you find the guy who we've been looking for? No. Found five others, though. My grandfather was searching for this guy. (laughs) That's like a South Park thing. Like, that is a South Park joke, that the cops are looking for, you know, Kyle and Stan... Or, uh, who are hiding out because of some bullshit, and they're like, oh, my God, we found him. You found the boys? No, we found another homeless dead body. Oh. Yeah. And they just toss him back into the woods, and then a wolf comes up and, like, eats the corpse, and they walk on off the screen. Like, that's what it feels like. Can you imagine, let's say, if you believe in ghosts, let, let's say one of the dead people, you know, yeah. they've been haunting the road ever uh, since that they were hello? found. Hello? Are you a ghost? I am dead person. Ghost. I don't know. I don't know who. Oh, who's the name Let's of these people? Dead Michael. Michael. Yeah, this is dead Michael. Well, I died back in the '60s, and I'm waiting for someone to find my body so I can be put to rest. I've been jerking my ghost dick for 40 years. In public? Well, no one can see me, so it's not indecent exposure. It's legal. Can we hear it? <laughs> Why is it like acorn? <laughs> That's me jerking it in the ghost realms. Would you like to hear it again? No, that's fine. <laughs> that's, that's enough. Now that you're a ghost, you have much more flexibility. Thomas, can you get the salt, please? Yeah, see, see someone, someone, please, just put me out of my misery. <laughs> oh, this is what I've been waiting for. A attractive blonde died. She died right next to me. Oh, Jesus. Perhaps now someone will care about my death and stumble upon my body. Probably not. Let's see. I'm just going to wait here. Okay, there's the police. Uh, police officer Thomas, go ahead and lead this investigation to find Gabby. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, Officer Reyna, Officer Tony, we are looking for Gabby uh, Petito Potato. Something hey. I don't really know. Hey, uh, hey. we're looking guys, for guys, nothing guys. else. Hey, I'm right. Just her. Honestly, if you find something else, I really don't want to hear I'm about right it here. unless it's cash. Guys, please. I dropped about fifty okay, bucks maybe back on the road. Enough, so I if you guys see anything otherwise, let me know. But is that lights. a body over here? And they can, can hear. Finish my donut? Yeah, yeah, you can finish it. You can get me one while you're there in the truck. Yeah, go ahead. Here, I'll take one. Thank you. Wait, wait, how tall was Gabby? Do you want decaf Uh, or? What's? Let me look at the paperwork. You guys are literally walking on my body. Uh, She's like five, 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 six. No, okay, this isn't her body. This one's like I don't know, five ten. But yeah, it's not her. It's not her though. There's no way. Well, that honestly, guys, between us, that's a lot of paperwork to write up about this guy here. Yeah. it's not her. No, please don't. I say we oh, get in the man, truck, man. round start, up start. the evening, and let's let's hit a Denny's. They're going to okay. kill him. Yeah. It's 4 a.m. Can we just put the body in a bag and just stick no, it in no, the no, back? No, 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 no. You don't hear it. Take a picture. Okay. Where our GPS is. Hey, hey guys, we'll Sergeant Jeff Michael here. Oh, we'll Sergeant Michael. Yes, Sergeant, we'll sir. Yeah, you know what? We don't want the paperwork, so just uh, kick dirt over the body and, and, and put some grass over it. All right. Raina, Already Raina, done. Get yeah. the, she- the shovels. They're in the back. You know where they are, where we hide the other bodies of the people. We don't we need shovels. It's not poking out that far. It's fine. Oh, well, I guess I'll just start jerking start it again. You guys hear something? Yeah. I it's smell like something. or something. I smell something. No. I smell more donuts. Hey, you want some more donuts? Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Who's some fucking homeless guy jerking off? Uh, can I shoot him? <laughs> sure. Okay. It's your paperwork. <laughs> Why with me? Jesus. 
But listen, it's been a while since I've seen a woman, too. And unfortunately, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, never mind. That's too inappropriate. <laughs> that's the sad thing. Like, that's the real story to me, though, is that how many bodies were found after effort was put in. Like, that may not, I might be grossly oversimplifying it, but that's what it feels like. When effort was put in, look at what we found on the chance that we were finding these, like, interesting people. I think the lesson here for parents, don't let your kids grow up to be influencers. Don't think that a van. ambassadors that live in a van with an abusive doucher or podcaster, (laughs) both as lovers and or occupation. Just don't. Don't allow it. Van life is not something to be aspired to. Who wants that? You're basically homeless. How, how about you call it homeless life? You are homeless. The difference is it's it's painted with this romanticism. Does that romanticism. appeal to you at all? Van life? You're a hippie. You're a hi- There's only two directions you're taking van life. You're either homeless or you're a hippie. That's like that movie Nomad Land, right? There's no, this they were way too clean looking. You know their families had enough money to like for them to go stop at a hotel somewhere and yeah. take a shower. But that wouldn't they have been as interesting a story for Instagram. All right, we got to wrap. We got another body to not do paperwork on. Please. Please look down. All right, let's hit the road. Did you hear that? I'm sorry, I farted. Since a fucking French toast. What does he do? It's ghost comments. It's so white. Ectoplasm. Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Thomas Cowley, Tony Sabal, produced by Michael Flores and Bobby Doherty. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital Broadcast production. For all things Rain Man Show, go to rainmandigitalmedia.com. Yes? What up? Ghouls and ghoulettes throughout that time of year, you know, like uh, this is Tony and this is the Rain Man Post Show with Mr. Thomas Cowley. Is is ghouls not unisex enough that you need ghoulettes? I you're thought not, ghouls was just a catch-all term what's for... What's wrong with you, Thomas? You're so out of date. You're not woke. Uh, clearly not. Yeah, that's okay. I'm not woke either. <laughs> oh, by the way, Rain is with us. And she'll correct us. Hello. Yeah. Hello, Raina. You know what? Like, really quick, Thomas, I'm surprised that a man of your heightened intelligence, you know, you're white. Well, thank you. You know. Oh, because because you're white. Thanks. Yeah. No, Uh, but in in a good way. (laughs) But in a sort of way, I'm surprised that, you know, like, uh, you're not very familiar of how important influencers are in social media that, you know, if I were to tell you, Thomas, name me at least three influencers right now that you know of. Can you do it? Jesus was pretty big, influenced a lot of people. Nah, they, Martin they didn't Luther have social, King. No social media, no social uh, media. I don't, I've never seen the YouTube channel for them, no. And I'd probably also go with Abe Lincoln. Ah, wrong. All kind of did big things, uh, influenced a lot of things. Swing and a miss, swing and a miss, no, swing and I'm a miss. Wrong. Caught looking. You know, like, I'm surprised that, you know, in a sort of way, like, uh, not realizing who that 
the, the importance of Brian Laundry. Gabby Potato and yeah, Brian did his laundry. Brian Laundry. You know, like I, I do seriously have to at least admit that I am in a sort of same boat with you. I never really knew who those two people are until CNN started to make a big deal about their See, so disappearance. Mike is correct. I should be plugged into more things on a regular basis, especially as somebody who wants to write stories and therefore to have any sort of social relevance, you know, I need to be plugged into a lot of different things. My argument or issue is more of so much of it. I personally these days find just completely vapid or pointless to where even if other people care, I can't bother to care. My my big question is before they became household names thanks to uh, CNN murder suicide yeah how big of a you know like how big of an audience well, are following to these Mike, two have? no one like they were not anything according to Mike prior to this entire oh so they they incident. really had they nothing. were influencer wannabes not they were just getting started they yes. were trying to get it going this whole road trip in a van life thing which is this current society. I am convinced that we are romanticizing the idea of tiny homes and van lives to tell people of middle to lower class it's okay to want nothing while the rich elite buy up $6,000 homes and all the property around and have those as rentals so that you don't own anything. To change the zeitgeist and mentality of the future generations that owning things is bad and having too much makes you the devil. So you should be happy with your tiny home shipping container. You should be happy with your van life (laughs) because other people who are more deserving than you have the right to buy and own property. So bear with me. So the only reason why the world or at least the nation became so interested. Yeah. Pretty, pretty interesting is because somebody, and I'm visualizing somebody late night at CNN was looking for something to write on, maybe some intern or some wannabe, you know, uh, you know, talking head down the road. And they saw, hey, girl's pretty good looking, you know, like, let's uh, look up, you know, her social channel, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Oh, got a cool boyfriend and all that, you know, like uh, their story stuff. Yeah. You know, know. like, oh, my God, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm finding their stories and their escapades exploits fascinating for me as a boring intern you know like uh, who's so dependent on social media and all that she probably should have skipped van life and just went right to the only fans life yep they, still be alive. I mean, that's, I mean, what, that's, Ghost, yeah. that's, that's what Ghost. That's what Ghost Michael, Michael is, doing. is doing. Ghost OnlyFans. Ghost OnlyFans. I was gonna ask: Is there an OnlyFans for like the dead or like yes, ghosts? Yes, I just only spirits. I'm launching, I'm launching it today. today. Uh, only spirits. I like that. I'm gonna spirits. sue you for that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and and all I do is um, you can't really see me because I'm a ghost. He's got a ghost tail. He doesn't have a dick anymore. If you've seen a ghost, no, it's a ghost dick. There's an like a centaur. They're a human upper half and then a ghost tail. My dick, please. It's already gone. I have a dick. It's a ghost. It's a ghost tale. Let's do this properly. Let's do this properly. Let's hold hands. And let's and let's have a seance right now and let's see exactly what this certain profile on only spirits can offer us. Are you uh, his, are you prepared? What are his tears? Uh, the only thing that I would ask, uh, Thomas, is can we use your credit card? I'm skeeting all over you guys. You even know. You can't see it. If a ghost skeets in the room and no one can hear or see it, it does it really matter? Can you feel it? And do I have to pay? Can you get pregnant? Ooh, better question. I don't know. Open your mouth. Oh <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thomas, open your mouth. Oh. 
It's your credit card anyway. Around on me, dark really. And then you know, like, but but we're we're still in the middle of the seance. Everybody hold hands. You know, are we still the cops who buried that body? You're not holding my hands. Get your hands off my ass. Oh my bad. Oh forget it. Your credit card just uh, was declined, Thomas. We're gonna have to like, uh, we have to stop right here. You know, it's starting to get really weird and expensive. I know. Anyway, thank you very much. This is the Rain Man Post Show of yours truly and Thomas Arena. We'll see you next time. Girlies in the limo, we can check in. Oops, don't get the grease on your pantyhose. I love you,